down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars, and we are back again with another stellar episode. And today with me, I have a very multifaceted, very talented artist and a tradition here in the Den Mates. I'd like to go ahead and give a warm welcome to vocalist, multi-genre vocalist, I should say, songwriter, Jules Marie. Jules, welcome to the Den. How are you doing today? Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for taking some time out so we can do this interview. I've been checking out your music, so I'm very excited to have you here today. Awesome. I'm excited to be here. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, one tradition here at the Den. Everyone knows I'm a huge comic book nerd. That's how I learned how to read, reading Batman comics at five years old. And every hero has an origin story. Some tragic. Some get their parents shot in the alley. Never good. Some get bit by a radioactive spider. Also not too good. What's your origin story? How did Jules Marie get involved in music? How did you become who you are today? Mine's closer to the Spider-Man story, actually. Um, I feel like I got bit by the music gene pretty early in my life. Um, I was one of those I was always singing um, pretty much my whole life. And the dream was always there. Um, But it wasn't until a couple years ago that I really thought that I had the potential in me to be my musical superhero self. So I, I love that that's your, the way you approach that. Cause yeah, my story is pretty much, I've always loved music. Um, I was in choirs all throughout high school and all of my whole life. And then I took a break from music. I kind of quit and then it found me again. I was writing and I was um, collaborating with different other artists, friends of mine. And so this past year I've been releasing music consistently and really taking it seriously as my career choice because this is what I want to do and if I don't do it I don't want to look back one day later and be like what if so here I am we always talk about purpose here and learning your purpose and it doesn't matter if you discover it at five or if you discover it at 55 as long as you discover that purpose you're on the right track so that's a very very awesome story now not only are you a solo artist but you also front a band at 31 how different is it for you stepping out there and being alone because we have interviewed people that have been in bands or uh, things of that nature and they always say it's a little nervous not having that bassist to the left or that guitarist to the right or that drummer behind you how is it different for you is it better is it worse or is it about the same or just different it's definitely different it's definitely i remember the first time that i stepped out on my own and did my own show um and did my own original music and the first time that i did that it's, it's definitely it's nerve wracking and it's very vulnerable. It's a very, um, you don't know what, what they're going to react to. You know, you know that people love the stones and, and cover songs like that. But when you do your own music, you're not really sure how it's going to be received. So that's definitely nerve wracking, but it's super empowering, honestly, like, you know, regardless of where you are or who you're performing for, just having that audience there and them hearing everything that you worked so hard for and getting to kind of feel their energy and give it at the same time. It's really, it's awesome. It's been really great. 
That's super dope. Now you wear many hats. You're an artist with multiple skill sets, and that's the type of artist we like to speak with. Um, what advice would you give to the little boy or little girl at home that's thinking about doing this and discovering their bite for the music bug? We always talk about the music industry and the music business can be a scary, scary place. What type of advice would you give to anyone out there that may be listening that's thinking about taking that path and going into the music industry? My biggest thing, honestly, my advice is that there's no one right way to do it and that everybody's journey is going to be tailored to them. You know, obviously there are a few key things that you need. I mean, you obviously need the music. Um, you need to be promoting yourself and marketing yourself. You need to have shows to get yourself out there. Um, but other than that, other than those like basic things, you know, everybody's going to have their own path and you're going to grow at different paces. And my biggest thing is don't ever compare your story and your journey and your origin, you know, to anybody else's because it's yours. And, and what makes you great, you know, is that you have that story and that, you know, it's going to be hard. It's very hard. It's not easy. And, you know, there's different kinds of challenges and things that you'll overcome along the way. But that makes the journey so much cooler, you know, that you can say that, you know, me from a year ago to now, how many things I've done and how much I've grown and that you can watch that progress for yourself. You know, don't watch other people's journeys, you know, good for them. If you want to be there to root them on and cheer on their progress, great. But if you're going to start to compare, you know, definitely give yourself more credit because everybody's journey is different. Yeah. Those are very wise words. And I always tell people when we began this journey, this is something that I've wanted to do since I was probably five years old. I remember the first Christmas that I could really remember my mother and father purchased me a boom box. And this was the late 80s when Arsenio Hall was very popular. And uh, I started doing my own talk show at like six years old. And then many years later, we're doing it here. So I always tell people with the technology, you can do it right now. You don't need anyone really just ingenuity effort, elbow grease, and the product. And your product is definitely hot. You have great talent, so we commend you for that. Now, I always like to ask this particular question to artists to kind of see what format it, because there's always influences that even if we don't realize it up front, it kind of seeps into our DNA. So who is your musical Mount Rushmore? If the government came to you and they said the aliens are coming, they're blowing up the world, we need to know who are the top four artists. That's for some reason all the aliens want. And you're in charge. They said, Jules, you're in charge. Who is your musical Mount Rushmore? And this is the aliens are coming. So we, 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 need, the, we need the good answer. We don't want to get the planet eradicated. Oh, man. All right. Uncle Frank has to be up there. Frank Sinatra is on Mount Rushmore. Old Let blue eyes. Love Uncle him. Frank. I love him. Uh, he had so much, like, especially in my childhood, the influence there is, like, insane. Um, I would like it different since I'm multi-genre. We gotta like pick from different. Um, is it, I'm guessing since I just named someone who has passed, I'm guessing it's dead or alive. Dead or so, alive, absolutely. All right. Um, Aretha, Aretha Franklin, she used to be up there. There's a quote from her that says, keep searching for your voice and you'll find it. And that has taken me through everything. Cause I remember when I was super insecure about my voice and being able to find your own voice is so important. So Aretha. Two for two. Um, right now, you're perfect. I think halfway, I think the world's okay. The aliens are not going right. to us. So I think we're okay here. Save us from the aliens. We have to sing to them. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
Okay, all right. Let's go with someone living. Um, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Yeah, because she's she's awesome, and a lot of her songs have helped me through things. And then Nora Jones. Nora Jones. I just love her voice, and I love all of her songs. Her messages are great. So, yeah. Great list, great list, and I love how Nora Jones has a rock side that no one knows about. With her, that's I love that big. you know that. I love that you know that. That's oh, awesome. I'm a music snob. I, look, my my origin story you don't want to know because we don't have that much time. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a music snob. I always tell people I am. I have uh, probably the most open heart for every person, but when it comes to music. It, it, only the best, only the best, absolutely. I should be really honored that you like my yes. stuff. Cause yes, All right. yes, and I have a second wave. I always go through my dad who put me onto music. When he was in Vietnam, he used to send records back to my mom. And we had this room growing up with all of these records on the wall. And he would quiz me on, bless you. And he would, uh, <laughs> he would quiz me on, you know, okay, what is this? And I'm like, average white band, 1977. So it's it stuck in my head. So yes, I'm a music snob and I love your music. And speaking of loving your music, uh, your single and video for Bulletproof was really awesome. Uh, what did, went into the makings of that song and that visual and who did you work with on that project? So I wrote that song um, a little over a year ago and it was actually written over the process of a year. So I have the original skeleton for it. It was a beat done by one of my friends. His name's Jared, but he goes by Pimp Fried Rice. He's a producer, rapper, um, pretty much you name it. He's actually learning how to play guitar more for me so we can do shows. And he's been awesome in my music journey. Um, but he, it started with that skeleton. And I, so I wrote just the, the chorus and a couple verses. And then I kept coming back to it and adding more things. And the intro that you heard, um, the song is very, very personal to me. And so the very, very beginning, um, it says, I'm trying, Lord knows I'm trying. I cried, I cried while I wrote that line. And it really is, that song is so much about me um, addressing the fact that I don't always wear my heart on my sleeve. I kind of put on, I put on the fake smile or the, you know, just fake it till you make it. You try and look like you're happy so that maybe you could be. And that I'm realizing that that isn't always the best. And, you know, kind of reflecting back on my life and the, the reasons why I am the way I am and the things I've gone through um, and in hopes to help somebody else. And I have actually, that song has gotten um, people to send me messages who I would have never known just like the song says with me, you'd never know, but they've been through things and they felt things that were there in that song. Um, and the video, that video, I cannot thank Mike enough. So Mike Chisholm is a really good friend of mine. Um, and I've gotten so many compliments on that video. He really did. He took my whole vision and just made it happen um, as much as we could. We wanted to go up, down, left, and right of the inside of Center City. And I don't know if you've ever been inside of City Hall in Philly, but there is a place you can stand where you can look all the way south, all the way north, all the way east and west of each street. So it's Market Street, Market Street, Broad Street, Broad Street. And it's absolutely awesome, especially at night. But because of COVID, we couldn't get into the middle. So we filmed on the street and just went down each street. And he put the whole thing together. Uh, him and his buddy Chase, Chase second shot for him. Uh, they own a studio, it's called Day to Day Studios, and it's in South Philly. They're so talented. 
So yeah, that was a project that's very close to me. I'm still impressed with the amount of people who it's really touched. Um, because obviously when you're writing something, that's the goal a lot of times, but then, you know, to actually have it really affect somebody. I just performed at a festival this past weekend um, and I met this woman, her name's Amber. And when I got off stage, um, I went to go, you know, get changed and I went to my car and she was standing there and she was crying. And to see that affect somebody else the same way that it affected me when I wrote it, it's honestly life-changing and it makes the whole thing worth it. Music is the universal language and you're right. It's the best, one of the best medicines that we know of. So shout out to Chase, shout out to Mike, shout out to Pimp Fried Rice for helping collaborate and put, I can't believe I remember that. Uh, (laughs) I'm actually impressed with myself. My my memory is horrible, but uh, shout out to all of those guys in that team. Philly is one of my all time favorite cities. Um, of all time. I spent some time there in the early 2000s and love Philadelphia. Uh, so shout out to the whole team. Now, um, I always ask this question. If if we were to accidentally grab your phone and we went to our musical app and we went and we're like, wait, this isn't our phone. This is Jules' phone. What are you listening to right now on your playlist? Give me two or three songs that you're listening to right now. Oh man, I've actually been on a throwback kick, so you'll see some 2000s like hip hop in there. Um, and then I actually just found a friend of mine is a DJ, and he showed me there is a Donna Summers Kygo remix. And my nana listened to Donna Summers my whole life, so hearing that, I was like, oh my gosh, it's disco and EDM in one, and I was I'm in love. Um, but I'm the type of person where if you take my phone. If you hit that shuffle button, you're going to go through all the genres very fast. Like, we're going to go country, then we're going to go to musicals, then we're going to go to some hard rap, then we're going to go to pop, and then rock and metal and pretty much anything. It's on there. And, And that is one of the reasons I always ask that particular question, because I find real music heads, they don't fall into the trap of a genre. They just like good music. Good music. So I'm the same. Uh, people always uh, laugh. We have a, uh, this is our recording studio, but we have a den where sometimes we do performances, hence down in the den. And on my wall, we have records, actual records that I love. And my two favorite is Johnny Cash, uh, Folsom Prison, and then NWA Straight Outta Compton. So it's always hilarious how people see and they're like uh, how did you go from here to there i'm like don't worry good music we like it <laughs> we good like music it it's just good music absolutely so what is on the horizon i understand you have a new single coming out very shortly tell us a bit about that and what went into making that project so this one is a, is a slower song so this one started as a very acoustic song uh, a friend of mine played guitar and we wrote it and um it took me a while to write this one because It was just like Bulletproof where it's pretty personal to me Um, and I I take you through the story of not only me not needing anybody in my life to be happy but also knowing that I've already had everything I need you know you've already everything I need is in my soul is one of the lines Um, the song's called make it up to me and I'm really excited I haven't I don't have a video for it yet I don't have anything else other than the song and then I just did the album cover Um, but October 4th Fourteen uh, is my lucky number, so if you notice, you're getting a little secret here. If you notice, in most of my release dates, it'll either be on the 14th or in some way be related to the number 14. So 10 plus 4 is 14. It's that's also 10 4. Like 10. 10 4. That's, that's <laughs> super dope, super dope. A lot of 
artists are really in the numerology and, and specific numbers and I mean, you start seeing the connections. It'll drive you bonkers when you start looking at numbers. And uh, one of it's, our favorite movies, Jim Carrey, 23, and it was something like that. So that's super dope. We can't wait till that. So October 14th? October 4th. October 10-4. 10-4. 10 okay. 10-4. <laughs> October 4th. I want everybody to go ahead and download, stream, however you consume your music, consume that. Because I assure you, Jules is extremely talented. So speaking of talent, I've seen some clips online with you performing. You're a hell of a performer, so I want to give you kudos to that. So we already know you're awesome. Tell us about one of your worst performances, because I always, I feel those bad experiences teach us sometimes more than our greatest experience. So tell us one of your just horrendous performances, or, or maybe you have it. You're that dope, so you may not have any, but have you ever had any bad performances that you wish you could have uh, just kind of erased from the whole history yeah it's not like the worst it wasn't like a horrible story um but i will say it was one where i was like okay thank god if we got through it it's over we're done um so i in the, the last couple months i've been just i book all of my own shows i'm self-managed so i overbooked myself for this month and last month. And so it was actually recent. Um, I performed at a place that I always perform at. I was one of the first places I ever performed and that they paid me to perform. Um, and so I went there, it was a normal Sunday show um, in the daytime, it's at a winery. And I just was so tired from the day before. Um, I felt like every song I was like, like trying to get through it. Like I was like climbing through it. And that's not fun. You know, that's not, the audience feels that when you have that happen. And actually that was the first time I've ever gotten a bad review. And I still, I've tried to reach out to this guy a couple of times, but he said, I've been coming here for years. And he was a little harsh. He said it was the worst he'd ever seen. He said, I took too long of breaks and uh, I didn't connect with my audience. He said, but he did compliment me. He said, she's a great voice and she has a wide range of vocal styles, but worse I've ever, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I reached out to him and hopefully, you know, one day he'll come to a show where I'm giving my full energy. But it, it did make me realize that, you know, if you're not giving something, you're not gaining anything by overbooking yourself and trying to do everything because then you're not putting 100% towards each thing. And if you get burnt out, What's the point, you know? So, yeah. My mom has a saying, she always said, you can't pour from an empty cup. So I, I think it's very important that people take time to recharge, focus. And I love that women are taking a charge on putting focus on mental health because it's long overdue. So that's an awesome story and an awesome lesson, which I, I'm sure I'll you your mom, because that's it, 100%. It. Mom's got it right. Absolutely. Yeah. So now that I've traumatized you with the worst experience, Let's have some fun. Let's bring it, that energy right back up. So <laughs> it's time for some this or that or plead the fifth. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So for those at home who have not seen this or on your phone or however you're reviewing this, uh, this or that, we give two extremely hard choices that I believe Jules has the bravery to make. But if it's just too outrageous you can always plead the fifth and we'll move on but i, I have confidence in you so are you ready ready let's right. go so the first one these are two of my top 10 favorite artists of all time oh man no pressure no pressure <laughs> dolly parton or loretta lynn 
Oh, I hate to do this to you because they they are awesome with the name of the game. Uh, honestly, I gotta go with Dolly. I gotta go with Dolly because just everything else that she does outside of music, I just really love her as a person. Um, and she's I feel like she's the music mom to so many other artists. Um, yeah, we'll say Dolly. Plus, I want her house. I don't want to live in her house. I just want to go to Dollywood and and, and borrow a wig, maybe. You know, just just, just walk around and at what time. So she's awesome. Yeah. All right. So question two, this or that, or plead the fifth? John Lennon or Paul McCartney? Oh, come on. Sorry. Oh, man. You can always Uh, plead the fifth. You don't have to, you don't have to testify. I might, I need, I might need to plead on this one. I That's might need fair. to. That's fair. It's designed that way. So now, the final this or that, this or that question: performing or creating? Because they're different energies. Which do you prefer? Creating some music and and just getting it together and having that birth of that music, or going out and performing it? I would play the fifth, but I feel like they're very equal but I actually think the performing outweighs it a little bit only because of the the fact that when you're creating, you're not getting necessarily that instant energy shift that happens when you're performing and you can't tell right away how much it's going to affect somebody. It's something that you kind of, you figure out afterwards, after maybe it's been released or after somebody else hears it, there has to be like a second person involved. Um, So for that reason, performing. I agree wholeheartedly. I I do stand up from time to time, and that immediate energy, that feedback, it gives you goosebumps. All right, it's excellent. So we're almost done here, but we always have a tradition. We play a little song association. Probably my favorite game of all time. It's great for party games. So the rules are simple. There's three rounds, three words. I give you a word, and all you have to do is provide us either with a song with the word in the title or the lyric. It can be even one of your own songs if you so choose, as long as it's something that has the word in the title or the lyric. Now, the only bad thing is three. It's only three. So if you get one wrong, that's a 66%. We don't want failure. We want nothing but excellence. So you have 10 seconds per round. I'm going to give you the first word. Are you ready? Ready. And I'll just give an example. If the word, for example, was star, twinkle, twinkle, little star, you could give me a bar of that and and that would be sufficient. So if you're ready, do you need any water? Do you need anything at all? We're good? All right. So word one, time, T-I-M-E. I I need a song in 10 seconds with that word in the lyric or title. The first song that comes to my head is I Just Need Time. I don't know who it's by, but it's a new song and it's the name of it is Time. I think it's like a TikTok song or something like that. I I, I was about to say, I feel like I've heard it swiping on something. That works. That works. But it got stuck. That works. (laughs) That's one point. All right. Word number two Sweet. S W E E T. Mm-hmm. Sweet dreams are made of these. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, all right, all right. Sweet Home Alabama would have also been accepted. Oh no, we that was a sellout. We don't do that. <laughs> and now word three, and I 
kind of just ruined it for myself, but then I'm not prepared to change it on the fly. But word three is home, H-O-M-E. Home, let me go home. Home is where I'm with you. That was oh, easy. Yeah. You gave me easy words. You went easy on me. I like that stuff. No, 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 no. Yeah, we had some where people were struggling, uh, and the word was like aluminum, and they were like, "Dude, <laughs> what even rhymes with aluminum? How would you make a song?" I was like, it's a random word generator. So we, we took that away. So awesome. That's a hundred percent, and that is the criteria you need to get your denmate stamp, which means you're official. You're in the family, gang, gang, denmate for life. So, it's been a blast, Jules. I have been having a great time. You're awesome. You're talented. You're great. And I hope everyone checks you out. You've earned the floor. Tell the world where they can find you, what do you have going on, what shows they can catch you at. The floor is yours. I'm happy to be a new Den member. I'm excited. So, I have a bunch of shows. Um, check out my Instagram or my Facebook. It's at Jules Marie Music on everything. Jules Marie is spelled like Julia, but E S. So, J U L E S Marie Music. And I have a new song coming out October 4th, 10 4. I have. Um, shows. I have a show tomorrow. I have a show Friday. I have a show two on Saturday. So if you're local to the Philadelphia area at all, or if you're in New York or New Jersey or pretty much anywhere in the tri-state area, check out my you know Instagram and I post updates all the time. Excellent. We'll put all of that here on the screen, on the page, <laughs> everywhere you want to go. So that'll be there. Jules, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for carving out some of your time and doing this interview. We certainly appreciate it. We're going to keep your eye. I see nothing but huge things in the future for you. And I can't wait to see you at the Grammys one day soon. Now wrap it up. That's right. Here we go. Absolutely. So as always, this has been another episode of Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars. That's Jules. Wrong way. That's Jules. And thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can get this anywhere. The podcast is heard anywhere you stream your podcast and of course on the youtube channel mars entertainment please check check out jules music we'll put that on uh the screen so you guys can check her out she's dope and as always deuces so like comment subscribe the show starting right now let's go like comment subscribe the show starting right now